Welcome to the Anchor Daily Podcast. We are so excited for the next 21 days of prayer and fasting as we enter into 2023. During this time, we encourage each of you to take advantage of the resources shared and to actively participate in prayer and fasting. Let's be encouraged and look forward to this journey with anticipation and faith in what God will do. Join us as we seek the Lord and discover what He has for us in this new year. Good day, Anchor Daily listeners. This is Eric Talbot, and today we are continuing in Matthew chapter 6 with verses 16 through 18. In this chapter, Jesus is teaching on the practice of, of true religion. In verse 1, he calls this practice our acts of righteousness. It's what we are to do for God alone because he alone is worthy. So what do we mean when we talk about righteousness? In the book of Proverbs, we find that the character of a righteous person is one of honesty, generosity, commitment, courage, and mercy. It's never defined as a list of do's and don'ts. The righteous person is pictured as the model promise keeper, committed to God and living for his glory. In Psalms, we see that the character of a righteous person is grounded in the very character of God. And we see it in, the, in God the Son as his character is grounded in God the Father. Well, the first thing to notice in today's scripture is that Jesus says, when you fast. He says the same thing about giving to the needy and about prayer. It's not something he's encouraging his followers to do or consider doing or something that fits some but not others. He's speaking to them already knowing that they do fast. But now he is guiding them down the the narrow pathway of righteousness, not the self-centered highway that the hypocritical leaders have been imposing upon them. Jesus wants the fundamental practice of fasting to be a spiritual blessing. Now, Jesus continues with a warning for those who are truly desiring righteousness. It's the great, great danger of hypocrisy. At the beginning of this chapter, he called out the hypocrites that gave to the needy so they would be honored by men. He followed that by calling out the hypocrites who loved to pray in public just so they would be noticed by others. And here in verses 16 through 18, he's calling out the hypocrites who would make their fasting a public spectacle, all for the admiration of others. As his disciples, Jesus doesn't want us to pursue the adoration of other people by acting like we are worshiping the one true God. He wants us to worship our Creator with true acts of righteousness that flow from a heart wholly devoted to Him and to Him alone. In Jesus' day, a good Pharisee would fast twice a week, Thursday and Monday, a pattern to demonstrate their dedication to Moses and remember His ascent and descent of Mount Sinai. But Jesus doesn't even mention how often a person should fast. He only addresses the how and the why. The how is simple. Do it privately before God. As far as others are concerned, it's just another day in your life. To answer the why, let's go back to our recent study in the book of Acts. In chapter 10, we saw an example of fasting tied with prayer. Peter had gone without food for some time. 
and he went to the rooftop to pray, and there he saw the vision of the sheet coming down from heaven, which, as we know, led to the opening of the gospel to the world. Another example is found in chapter 13, where the Christians at Antioch were fasting when the Holy Spirit directed them to send Paul and Barnabas on the first great missionary journey. We can put these two examples into the highlights of the early Christian church, where Christians involved were seeking God and his will, and his response was clear and significant. Their willingness to fast, combined with their commitment to seek God in prayer, has impacted a multitude of generations for nearly 2,000 years, and that impact has reached all the way to us today. These examples may seem like they are way out of our league, but any growth within the church body is a significant growth within the church body. And God wants us wants to use his people to grow his church. As we as a church body prepare for 21 days of prayer and fasting, what are you willing to give up in the days ahead? Maybe it's food, maybe it's alcohol, maybe it's ice cream, or maybe it's even video games. What are you willing to give up this January in order to increase the quality of your time with God? I once heard a lady that was giving up murder as part of her fast. That sounds like a pretty serious commitment to me. But her point was that she was giving up several shows that she watched on TV every week that centered on murder. She realized that she was spending significant amount of time watching content that desensitized her to the value of life. And she could spend that time with God instead. So what will you give up to increase the quality of your time with God in the days ahead? Pray with me. Father in heaven, great and mighty is your name, worthy of all praise, honor, and glory. Thank you for giving us the privilege of spending time with you. Help us to listen to the Holy Spirit and respond to the direction we are given. We want to be your disciples with a deep desire to seek the righteousness that you desire for us to have. Guide us and prompt us and challenge us to set aside the things that distract us from you so that in our time with you, we will see you in a new and miraculous ways. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for joining us on this 21 day of prayer and fasting journey. We hope that you've been encouraged and moved. As we continue to rely on God and listen to his word, we pray that you've been filled with his presence and guidance. May God continue to bless our journey and guide us in the weeks to come. Please don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast for more updates and encouragement.